Oh my goodness. What is up, everyone? This is Rob. This is another episode of Couch on Fire Podcast. And yes, I am live from the recording studio of the century, my third bedroom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are having a great week. Um, not that much going on over here in the world of, I don't know, living at the beach. Um, it's starting to become that weird weather where it's like cold as crap in the morning, but then it gets really hot in the afternoon where like you're wearing pants in the morning because it's cold, but then you're like, man, I really wish I had shorts in the morning. And now, as I'm saying this out loud, have you guys ever like said something out loud and realized, oh my God, I just thought of something. Now I understand. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, they had these parachute pants that had a zipper by the knee and you can like literally make pants shorts. Now I know why they invented them for towns like this, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so it's cold right now, but it's supposed to be warmer later in the day. I like to record in the mornings. I'm a morning person. You know, I like to get everything done, situated, and just kind of me sitting down and relaxing, breathing, and just enjoying the day. Um, but as I was sitting here recording, I hear a whole lot of commotion outside, and I realized, so I have... I kind of want to talk about my neighbors for a second. Um, so this is my second home. So this is my second community that I've lived in that I've personally, you know, owned. And, you know, these are things that I've never really paid attention to when I was young. You know, growing up in the, the small town that I was in. I call it a small town, but it's not really a small town. But growing up in, like, the town that I grew up in, it's really, I don't know, it's just... It, it's different. Like, I didn't really pay too much attention to my neighbors, or maybe I just didn't care as much. But, yeah. A long time ago, I forget what episode it was, but I did briefly talk about my neighbors in Charlotte, North Carolina. How, you know, this lovely family next door to me, I only had one really... I had two neighbors, but the one house, if you're looking at my house, the house on the right was at a different angle. So I got the backyard of their house to the side of my house. But then I did have a neighbor to the left side of me, who I didn't have any issues with, but they had issues with me until his tree fell down and broke my fence. Then, you know, I asked him, I said, hey, what's going on over here? And I didn't say anything. I didn't jump down his throat. And I think he respected that. And then, you know, he fixed the fence. And then after that, it was kind of cool. We kind of just, we talked every now and then. I said hi. I walked over there and gave him stuff, you know. But in the beginning, it was not that great. Fast, so I'm not going to go back on that. It's in an earlier episode. But now I'm going to talk about the neighbors that I have in this house here in Myrtle Beach. So give a little content. Context. There it is. Contents. Context. What? what? Anyway, give a little bit more information. Myrtle Beach is predominantly retired people. People retired here. South Carolina doesn't, you know, tax pensions. They don't. People, a lot of firefighters, a lot of first responders are retired here in South Carolina and they just want to be by the beach. So they go to Myrtle Beach and this is where they are. So my community is kind of a mixture of young folks, old folks, new folks, you know, and um, I feel like I am in the middle of it all. So my neighbor next door to me, I have two neighbors next door to me. One guy, him and his wife, very nice. Um, I don't know if they, his wife knows a lot of English cause she doesn't really talk to me, but he's, he's talked to me a couple times. Nice guy. He fishes a lot. 
I do think he has some form of dementia. And the only reason why is because, so my daughter's homeschool and her and the therapist, they go for walks. It's nights outside, they just get her out of the house and they go for a walk. One time they were walking and my neighbor walks out butt-ass naked. Just walks outside. And then his wife's out there gardening and she sees that he's butt-ass naked and she yells at him to get back inside the house. So my daughter, I don't think my daughter saw it, but definitely the therapist did. So, because they told me, and I was kind of upset. Like, I wanted to go over there and be like, what are you doing? But then I thought to myself now, because I'm an adult, I thought to myself, wait a minute, let's just look at things, you know. And then I'm putting, I'm assuming that this man has dementia. And because just the reaction of his wife, if his wife didn't react that way, I probably wouldn't want to go over there and be like, what the hell are you doing? My daughter's around here. There's other kids around here. But I left him alone. And that's crazy. Like, Imagine just walking around and this tall Asian fellow just walks out butt-ass naked. I mean, I I only give him a race just so you can imagine this, you know. Like, I'm not trying to say, you know, of anything bad. It's just so you can imagine this. But anyway, so then we go to the other neighbor. So the other neighbor, when we first moved in, nice guy, very talkative. He's He drinks a lot. Every time I talk to him, I can just smell the alcohol in his breath. Um... But, you know, nice guy. He's from uh, Connecticut, uh, Rhode Island kind of area. He moved down here. His mom moved down here, and, and he just wasn't doing well, so he moved down here with her. He's been taking care of her. He used to, he would cut our grass sometimes, but then we got a privacy fence. I know he probably didn't like that. Um, but, you know, I have a dog, and I just want my dog to be, you know, I just want some privacy. So I like the whole privacy fence thing. But anyway, he um, would randomly cut my grass, and... It was okay at first, but then it started to become a problem because he would just cut half my grass. I, I mean, I'm like literally like half the yard and then just stop. Like, okay, well, if you're going to commit to helping me, just fucking help me or don't even attempt it. So now my yard looks weird and I have to go out and cut it because you decide to cut it. I think it's like a control thing. So for a while, I, I was like, no, screw this. He cut half my grass. I'm going to let it look that way. I can care less. I don't care what my yard looks like. It's what my house looks like on the inside. You know, books have shitty covers, but they got good reads inside. You know what I'm saying? So that's my mentality. Anyway, so it's hit or miss with him. I did have an issue with the guy directly across from him because, unfortunately, directly across from me is in between homes. You see what I'm saying? My my Both my neighbors have homes directly across from them but then i have the view in between them that shows the pond which is pretty cool but you know i deal with some interesting characters across the street the guy to the left across the street never home i'm pretty sure he's a truck driver or he works at nighttime because i never see him never see him once a month i'll see somebody parked in that driveway and then the grass is cut but i never see anybody there and it's been like almost three years now so, I don't know. I don't know. The very, the, and then the house next door to that, you know, very, very interesting. I had a gentleman that lived there before. They got mad that I parked on the road. I live in a non-HOA neighborhood. I'm parked on the road. My mother and father-in-law were parked on the road. This guy got mad, knocked on my door. Didn't introduce himself as a new neighbor. He just yelled at me right away. This was day one that I moved in here. So, I didn't like that guy. 
unfortunately, I think he passed away and his wife sold the house. So new people came in, never bothered them. I waved, they waved. Eh, they're from North Carolina. I saw their tags. We didn't really talk too much. Then they are subletting their house. Like they are renting out their house. I think, I guess this was a rental house. This is what it was planned all along. And, um, yeah. And now there's new neighbors across the street. I don't know. I'm curious. I like the idea of being friendly with my neighbors. I like that I wish they were around my age and they had children that are kind of like Braylon because it does make it a little difficult since Braylon is autistic. Um, but, you know, I don't know. So I will to be continued with the neighbors across the street. They literally just moved in as I'm recording this. So we're trying to we'll fill it out. We'll figure it out. But man anyway let's get back to what i really wanted to do this podcast on today and that's brendan frazier oh man i wanted to kind of briefly give you my thoughts on this gentleman brendan frazier is a canadian american actor i say that because his family's from canada and he was born in america so he's got dual citizenship more or less um his grandfather's a famous like what is it shot put or shooting what is that called the disc shooting um Olympic gold medalist for Canada back in like the 40s <laughs> so that's pretty that's a, a not a fact that you just don't really need to know but I just figured I'll tell you but anyway so this guy Brendan Fraser huge huge uh, movie actor in the 90s and early 2000s huge movie actor and he kind of fell off the face of the earth and I dig some digging you know, I did a little research here. You know, I'm trying to be a professional podcaster. And I found out that some of the reasons why he he kind of stopped what he was doing is because the things that have been happening in his life. Okay. So first things first, he was in a movie in 1992 called Encino Man. That was his first breakout him. But he was also in a movie called School Ties, which actually had a whole bunch of different actors in it. And then all those actors went on to be to start doing big things. Um, he was big, early nineties. I mean, and sin I mean, son in law, Encino Man, Airheads, in the Army Now. I mean, these are some movies that he these are some good comedies. He was a good comedy guy. And then, you know, he did some serious things every now and then. Uh, George of the Jungle. It's not really serious, but it was definitely a more serious thing. Big budget, though. That was Disney, you know? Oh, man. And, you know, he did have some flops. I mean, I think they're flops. Dudley Do-Right, Blast from the Plast. I mean, these are things that are like, eh, they're, they're cute and okay, but, you know, ugh, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But, obviously, a lot of folks like myself know him from The Mummy. Um, he starred in The Mummy, and then he started in The Mummy Returns. And then, you know, he was in the, the Mummy, the Tomb of the Dragon Empire. I mean, so he, he played this Rick character for at least three movies. And these movies made good money. Good money. He was in shape. He looked good. In between there, he was in, like, Looney Tunes back in action. He was in a movie called Crash, which won a lot of Academy Awards. Journey to the, um, the End of the Night. It was a good movie. I mean, he was in some stuff. But then he kind of fell off the face of the earth. Well, which I thought he did. 
But if you're looking at his actual credits for movies, so back in 2003, let's go back a little bit. Obviously, you know, he's already did The Mummy Returns. Mummy Returns made a lot of money. He did a movie called Monkey Bone that he wrote, and it sucked. So that anytime a person that puts a lot of passion into something and it just doesn't work out, it takes a hit on their, their psyche a little bit. And that was kind of one of those movies, you know, that, see, that came out and then it's like, okay, well, it's all right. So Journey to the Center of the Earth was another one that came out in 2008. So this, so you go from 2003 to 2008, he had a couple flops in between, The Air I Breathe, The Last Time. These are movies that are like, they're good, but they're not like mummy good, you know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, he kind of fell off the face of the earth. Now, at first I was like, why did this happen? I looked up a lot of things and, you know, there's a couple things that it's kind of unclear. Like he doesn't give the correct things, but if you look at what's going on. So, and I'm going to read you a paragraph that I read a couple times. And it is something that makes me think about like the struggles that even actors go through. Okay. So, in the summer of 2003, um, there was a assault charge that was brought up against him, up against his wife, and they got a divorce. Then, the death of his mother put him into a huge depression. Now, if you notice, in 2003, still good shape, still fucking mummy shape, you know, good guy, skinny, looking good. And then, you know, he start, He got into a horseback accident. You know, he loves riding horses, and he hurt his neck. So, with that said, he, with depression, probably a little hurt, gets some medicine and stuff, he starts spiraling down the drain. Um, he starts gaining some weight because of the medicine, not really doing the workouts he used to. You know, he's relevant in the world of acting. I mean, you got to think... So 2004, Crash came out. So he was still, I don't know if, see, see it's hard because he could have record, filmed a lot of these before it happened, you know. But 2007, The breathe, the Air I Breathe, um, that had Kevin Bacon in it, Andy Garcia, Cheryl Michelle Geller, Forrest Whitaker, Emil Hirsch, and it had him in it. But he started, but it just, he started to go down a something that you just didn't want to. Then they pulled him back to the Mummy series in 2018, I mean 2008, and he definitely gets back into somewhat of shape to do the whole Mummy thing, but that was kind of his last hurrah. Um, after that, he was, he does a lot of cameos that I didn't know about. He did some movies, like 2010, he did a Furry Revengeance kind of movie where the animals fight back. It's kind of, it's just, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. He did star in some movies with some big actors, but these are these movies just did not. They just did not do well. Um, you know, you got Experimentary Me Measures. He worked with Harrison Ford. Yeah, he was in a movie called Standoff. See, these are these are movies that are like also straight to DVD. You know, what kind of movies. Did some voice work, which is pretty cool in the. Um, mid 2000s like from 2012 to 2014 he did a lot of voice works he did a direct a, he did a movie direct to dvd uh called the breakout a little bit you know so he tried to stay relevant but a lot of these choices that he made i guess were either easy 
or just something that he just, I don't know, he just wasn't in the game. So after 2014, he is gone. 2015, didn't hear anything. 16, 17, 18, nothing. 19 comes fooling around. Now, he stars in two movies that, you know, are just not good. We're not even going to name them. They're just not, they're just not good movies. And then 2020 happens, and we all know how the world is. Now, what brings me to today, and the reason why I'm really bringing this up, is because I love a good comeback story. Who doesn't like a good comeback story? And I think this could be Brendan Fraser's comeback story. So, he was on a... So, like, let's, let's go back real quick. So, he was on a couple TV shows. Remember that time I said he really wasn't doing anything? Well, he was. But he was kind of like a guest. Like, he was on, like, four episodes of this TV show, two episodes of this, five episodes of this. So he was kind of staying relevant, but in the TV world. And a lot of actors, when they're big, big, big pictures, this is a huge drop-off. This is something that's like, what are you talking Like, if The Rock Johnson right now decided to just do TV comedies or just some TV DC voice, you know? It's like, what, what just happened? Why did this happen? Um... And we just don't know. But that's what he was doing in that time frame from 2014 to even 2020. He was kind of in and out of um, TV shows. Now, in 2019, he did get a huge part for a huge show called Doom Patrol. It's a huge... I mean, well, Titans, then Doom Patrol. It's a huge uh, DC television production, which is kind of big. But you don't really see his face. He plays like a robot man. And he just definitely voices it, so it's just it's just not the same. It's not the, it's not that action-packed guy that we knew that was making hits after hits, and like he was just selling out because people wanted Brendan Fraser, they wanted him. So I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, this guy has won awards. I'm looking at the awards right now. He's won, won, won. He's won awards. I mean, he's he's done some things, but he kind of fell off the face of the earth. But coming up in 2021, he's in a movie called No Sudden Moves. So I don't know too much about this movie. I know it's already done filming. I know it's got some pretty cool people in it. Um, but I don't really know too much about it to really give you too much details. Um, I do know he's going to be starring in a drama called The Whale. Killers of the Flower Moon is the one that really... You know, it's starting to pick off. I mean, this is a written by Eli Roth. Okay, Eli Roth, we all know him, horror guy, but he also writes some good stuff, so this is going to be interesting. But this is a Western crime drama, so this is going to be exciting. But it's got some big names in it that can carry him, and that's I think that's what he needs. He needs someone, an actor, to take him back in and be like, listen, you can be good again. You just got to, we just got to work on this. And that's Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, and it's and the director is none none other than the guy, the gangster himself, the one and only. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Martin Corsese. Come on, Martin Corsese. <laughs> um, they're filming that right now as we speak, and then they're also filming another movie. He's also filming another movie called Brothers. Now. For those who don't know too much about movies, uh, it is possible for an actor to be filming two movies at once. I mean, you don't you can film all your scenes over here this month and then film all your scenes over here this month. They're still filming that show. 
you know, so, yeah. Anyway, but that's going to be a good movie. Peter Dinkle, Peter Dink Dinklage, sorry, Dinkle, <laughs> and uh, Josh Brolin. I mean, these are some, you know, so this could be, he's got four movies, four movies, I'm sorry, five movies coming out from now until 2022, 2023. So this could be, and he's actually, you're actually going to see his face. You're actually going to see him. So I'm hoping this, you know, he gets in shape. I'm hoping these movies spark like another career, even if it's not movies, even if it's like Netflix TV shows or Netflix movies or, you know, Hulu and Apple, they're doing some shit. I mean, there's some big actors like Tom Hanks is like basically an Apple poster child. He's like every everything he's making is for Apple right now on the Apple TV. So I mean, he can make a comeback, and I'm hoping he does. I love that he um, is in the you know the Doom Patrol, and that's still present, so that's still going on. So my whole my whole thing is, I really do hope he pulls out a, a W out of this. I really hope he gets to... I, I mean, he might not get to the mummy form, you know what I'm saying? Like, something really great. But he could... I mean, he could do something. And I, I really, I'm really hoping for it. But yeah, you just never know. Like, he fell out of the face of the earth. Everyone just doesn't understand what happened. Depression, man. It hits us all. Even famous actors, it hits them. Depression is a bitch. But, you know... It is just something crazy. Side note, um, this is going to lead into the next episode that I'm going to be um, talking about, which I've told you before. I'm going to do a whole another episode about autism. I've did one before in the past about my daughter, but it was in the past, and so much has changed in one year. Uh, Brandon Fraser has two sons that are on the spectrum for autism, and that can also weigh a lot into you know why he stepped away and why he just did small roles in acting in a TV show or even small voiceovers and stuff because it does take a lot especially if you are divorced um, and you have three kids it's just it's just a lot going on but anyway I hope you guys enjoyed this episode wanted to give you guys some more content be sure to like it share it tell all your friends I'm trying to get back into a groove with the podcast and uh, yeah talk to you guys later